The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Hello, and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom and pop culture, primarily from a female perspective. You'll find everything from fanfic, to cosplay, to Schitt's Creek, to Supernatural, and everything in between. So put on your favorite piece of fandom merch, set aside that fanfic that you're writing about your OTP, and sit back and enjoy this week's episode. Hello and welcome to this special interview episode of It's a Fandom Thing. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe. And excuse my voice, I do have a little bit of a cold that I'm getting over. Um, But I was very honored recently to sit down with director Kira Elise Gardner to speak about her fantastic documentary, Living with Chucky, which premieres tomorrow, April 4th on Screenbox. So please, please go check this out. If you are a fan of the Child's Play series, if you're a fan of horror, if you are a fan of filmmaking, please go check it out. And also, it's just a great look at uh, how a filmmaking community and how creativity can uh, foster a a family and bring people together. And I just think it's just really, really well done. So, so good. So interesting. You'll learn a lot. You'll grow to appreciate the franchise even more. So go check that out. Once again, that's on Screenbox tomorrow, April 4th. And without further ado, here is my interview with Kira. Hi, it's so nice to meet you. And I I just want to say, first off, this documentary is so, so good. And not just as a fan of the series in general, but just I loved how personal it was and um, how it gave respect to the genre that a uh, genre that doesn't always get respect. So congratulations <laughs> first to you on that. So thank you oh, for making it. Thank you so much. And I know, of course, a big reason you made this was because of your father, Tony Gardner, who does a lot of the, the FX and stuff and became a visual effects uh, supervisor and stuff on in the franchise. But I also noticed there was so much in this film about family and found family and then your actual family. So was that a big other reason you made it was the family aspect or to find that or? Yeah, I think that's what I realized in the process of making the short version of this documentary was that that was something that people really responded to. And that's kind of like 
what drew me to making the documentary in the first place was having a personal aspect to it because I like as somebody who had to take a documentary class in film school I didn't really like documentaries at the time but then the ones that did have a personal aspect to the filmmaker really like piqued my interest so it was my always my goal to make something that was personal to me so so exactly yeah I wanted to explore that more but I didn't think it would be as in-depth as it was you didn't think it'd get as in-depth into the family as it was or into the personal yeah in terms of like meeting uh the other people because uh, those were that was the first time meeting everybody so I was like I hope you guys have the same story (laughs) so this documentary can work (laughs) out so that was your first time meeting everybody like even like Dawn and everybody yeah Dawn I had met prior just very briefly on the set of the curse of Chucky reshoots in LA. Um, I was there to help puppeteer. So it was, I was actually being directed by Don. And then um, same thing with the cult of Chucky reshoots that I briefly met him there, but he was working. So it's not like we were able to like sit down and talk and have a full on conversation. It was like, hi, I know you. <laughs> wow, that's uh, that's amazing. And I know it was kind of mentioned in there, but that still blows my mind. Just the fact that, you know, you grew up with your father working on him, that this was your first chance really sitting down and, and meeting people. And of course, I mean, with Brad, he wasn't always he wasn't usually on the set anyway. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and another thing that I thought was so interesting about this documentary is the fact that in between Kyra, you've got these shots of Chucky being made, like the doll being made and the hair and everything. And so I got the feeling, and I don't know if this is what you were intending, that a lot of that was to kind of also play into the family thing and how it takes like a family and a community to make a film. Was that what you were playing on? No, but I like your answer better. (laughs) I'm going to go with that. If anybody asks me, I'm like, it's symbolic. Yeah. Um, no, <laughs> that was me also being biased uh, with having my dad being my dad, because so many people don't even know what how much work just goes into making the doll before it even gets onto set. Like, it, besides the animatronics, everything like that, like that, those shots of the sweater being put together, like that's a woman in Utah, Annie doing it line by line on this loom. It's crazy. So I was just like, people have no idea what it takes just to make the outfit. It's so crafted. Like everything is by hand from like the overalls to his shoelaces. It's all by hand. So that was my intention there was to show even more so like what what goes into like things that fans aren't even thinking about. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I don't think, yeah, and I've always said, I, I tell people, you should really stay some point, uh, sometime when you're watching a movie, make sure to stay through the whole credits and you see how many people it takes to make a movie. It's, I mean, just to make a short takes like, you know, <laughs> just so many like, people. people. Yeah. 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 It's, it's amazing. And it does become like a family where, you know, I think you kind of have to in order for it to work well. Do you agree with that? Yes, like I think the the movies where everything comes together really magically and you walk out of it and you go, wow, that was a really good movie. I don't know if this is the case all the time, but I feel like 
the behind the scenes of that is that everybody enjoyed working together and was there for the best interest of the movie, like not there just to collect a paycheck um, and things like that. When people really get along, it allows everybody's like work to shine. And it's either you're going to get along really well or you're going to not like each other, but be there to do a job. <laughs> yeah, so I would yeah. hope it's the first one. <laughs> yeah, it definitely seemed like it was for the, for the Child's Play movies. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I'm wondering, was there anything that you learned through this process about yourself and about um, your father, too? As much as you want to share. Yeah. um, About myself. Uh, That my seemingly unique childhood was not as unique in meeting the other uh, family members surrounding the Chucky franchise which is awesome because uh, nobody else can like relate to bringing an actual Chucky doll from the movies out every Halloween and scaring people with it or things like that. So that was kind of cool to think, oh, other families are doing just what we thought to do um, ourselves. So that was nice. Um, As far as my dad, this was like the first conversation we were able to have. Yeah. Yeah. the documentary allowed us to have this conversation where I got to see his perspective of of being the parent and being away from home. You know, I knew my dad always missed being home and like, you know, I'm a daddy's girl. So obviously he knew I missed him, but to really sit down and be like, okay, honestly, tell me how it, how it is. And when in that line where he says like, and you're working shit hours and he's like, it just really sucks. And like, there were just really like candid moments with my dad that I probably wouldn't have had these conversations at 19 as when we did his interview um, otherwise. So it was really interesting to learn like how much he equally felt upset by the things that I felt as a child. Because like, of course you feel that, but how often do you sit your parent down and be like, what was it like for you to like be absent? (laughs) Yeah, what a what a gift that must have been. And it must have also, I would think, because he does get emotional in the documentary about that. And um, that must have been such a gift to sort of kind of see this different side, this vulnerable side to your father. So yeah. Yeah. And he's never shy about being emotional, which is so sweet. I had a I my dad's so great, but to like capture it on camera in the editing room, I was like, damn, we got a little personal here. Like, and then I uh, <laughs> And then taking it to festivals and people saying that, I'm like, oh, wow, we really just like put ourselves out there. <laughs> like people are going to see this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's beautiful. And I really appreciate you sharing that. I think people can learn a lot about and appreciate the genre and appreciate the franchise more, really. And I also just want to say, as as someone who covers um, pop culture and everything primarily from a female lens, I really think having more women in horror is always great. And I'm sure that, that, that for you, I'm sure that was that part of it too, was to also get a female perspective there. Yeah. And looking at, and looking at also like other horror documentaries and, and the horror genre in general, it's dominated by men. And I don't think as as great as those stories are, it's there. We're not getting two different perspectives. Like women are not getting the opportunity to share their perspective, even on the same story. And I knew there were other people who are interested in making 
a child's play documentary and things like that around the time that I started mine, but I was like, nobody's going to tell it. I don't think from this lens and Mm -hmm. in this way um, that maybe a perspective of being a woman adds to the table as well as the personal aspect. Yeah. It's, it's frustrating. (laughs) Yeah. It's frustrating as a fan too. And, and, you know, somebody's written screenplays that are horrible. Yeah. It's very, it's very frustrating because there are so many of us out there, but yeah. So yeah. People like to pretend that there aren't a lot of women who like horror and we're here. We're all here. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. And once again, I really, really love this documentary. So I really hope everyone goes out and sees it. So I wish you nothing but great success. So. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you again, Kira, for sitting down and speaking with me. And again, please go check out that wonderful documentary, Living with Chucky on Screenbox. It premieres tomorrow, April 4th. And be sure to like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod on Twitter at fandom thing pod. No, it's in that one on Instagram at it's a fandom thing pod on TikTok at it's a fandom thing pod. If you would like to be a potential interview guest on the show, or if you are a fellow creator and you would like to potentially be part of our upcoming May 20th marathon streaming event, please feel free to reach out to us via our website. It's a fandomthingpod.com. Click the contact us button there or click on the marathon streaming event page. Click the contact us there and button there, excuse me, and that'll shoot me an email and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. So thank you very much. And until next time, remember, it's a fandom thing. Black Lives Matter and Stop Asian Hate. Are you a hunter or an outdoor enthusiast? Take your love for firearms to the next level with Goat Guns. Our miniatures are an ideal addition to your hunting gear or cabin decor. Each model is meticulously crafted, capturing the essence of legendary firearms. Celebrate your passion for the outdoors by displaying these stunning pieces. With Goat Guns, you can showcase your love for hunting and firearms in a unique and artistic way. Explore our collection now and embrace your outdoor spirit at GoatGuns.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.